0: <laughs>
1: Hello, dear listeners. It is I, Elizabeth Best, here with my co-host
0: Tom Harris.
1: Who sounds very like sultry. What's that about?
0: It's a New Year's resolution to Per more, as I, I ten percent more sultry and per. It's uh, listening to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, him talk. He's right. very mm, yes. Right.
1: All right, this is a special little mini episode. Hopefully, if we don't go over time, of ghosts of boyfriends past, where we give our expert hashtag. Totally not expert. We have no qualifications. It's a long opinions. <laughs> On your reader, listener, I keep saying reader because I'm so used to it. I call them readers. I've been a journalist for so long that it's reader submissions, but no, I mean listeners. If you read the title of the podcast, that counts. So what we've done is over the last few weeks, we've been asking both through our Ghosts of Boyfriends past group therapy page, our regular page, and through different podcasts for you to send in any relationship arguments that you want hashed out or questions yeah. that you have for our completely uh, non-licensed non-professional don't sue us opinion.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll try and logically take on the on board the information Cuz
1: we hear a lot of stories and through the stories that we hear on this podcast, we kind of think that we're all right at giving you advice. You start to
0: get a sense of yeah, right and good yeah. advice and or things to look out for so we'll try our best everybody bear with us if you if you don't agree with something Liz or I say that's okay
1: and if you've got your advice as well it'd be really great for you to post on either our page when we post the link for this episode or the group therapy page if you want to keep it a bit more quiet but we can try and make sure that any advice that you have gets through to the person that has sent it through to us
0: yes kumbaya
1: so today and I debated about starting with a heavy one, but I thought, you know what, like we, we need to – this is comedy interviews, but at the yeah. same time, is it? okay. it's important that we address this, these serious parts of relationships. So, we've got an anonymous message through um, through our Gmail at gmail.com, and it goes as follows. So, I've been in a long-term relationship for seven years and we've been married for five. I rebounded straight from another long relationship into this one and settled down almost immediately. For the past few months, I've been feeling less and less attached to them, like we're both content with never seeing each other. I love my partner, but I haven't been in love with them for a long time.
0: Mm.
1: We have completely opposite love languages and poor communication. We don't enjoy the same things and have very little in common. I've been keeping these feelings inside a small box and the box is full as fuck and has just burst open. I've started a waterfall of emotions and now I only see that I have two choices either end the relationship start from scratch and break their heart. I'm hesitant to do this as marriage is hard work and I want I half want to try and I half want to run or stay and be miserable forever. Part of me wants to stay because it's convenient and comfortable, but I'm not attracted to my partner and most of the time I don't want to spend time with them. So what do I do? Do I try and fight to keep my marriage or do I let them go? Hard, right? Okay, so I'm going to go cry now.
0: Right. So this is an easy (laughs) fix for us, isn't it? Um, So easy. I, wow. I, is there not another option?
1: I feel like there's another option. Where you can
0: stay and like work and work to happiness? Like you can stay together? Isn't that, that's another one, right?
1: So, yeah, absolutely. Because this person, this
0: person said stay and be miserable.
1: Yeah, but, but that, yeah.
0: But you can stay and, and, and try and work it out, right?
1: I guess what this person needs to ask themselves is um, whether everything in their heart is telling them to... Go, But if there's even... Because she said that there's half of her Mm. wants to stay. And so I've said this a lot of times. um, My mother is a relationship therapist and what she is most known for in the psychological community is helping people separate amicably. Right, okay. So sometimes couples will go into a session and try to save their marriage they go in with the intention of saving their marriage and my mom can kind of tell fairly early on whether somebody is whether the relationship is going to be saved or whether her job from here on in is helping the separation happen amicably and mm. they and and rather than being the person that goes surprise I'm breaking your heart when you go through the therapeutic process it can be kind of like a a, a kind of slowly lowering someone down into a soft pillow of separation.
0: Mm, yeah, right. So
1: for me, I, I I would think that would be the the third option is to maybe go to therapy.
0: Yeah, see what it... And, that's probably a good, and a, it, good shout.
1: And it, could, and it could bring you to a point where you realise what you liked about the relationship and bring you back into it or it could be helping him realise what you feel like you know... Already, right now.
0: Something that jumped out to me, um, hearing our reader's story, was they said we don't we our love languages are incompatible, are different, mm-hmm. and we don't communicate well. Mm. And something we've learned from having expert bl- experts, real experts, doctors mm-hmm. on this show is the benefit of communicating. So if there is a part of you that wants to fix and mend and improve what you have with with your with this person, you need to communicate better. Mm. You need to sit. You need to, if you're will, if you want to, and you're willing to, uh, see it through with this person. You need to get together and figure out how. You know, as you said, your love languages and how you can uh, embrace each other's love languages and just communicate. Probably more and better, I would assume. But um, it's it is hard to read your situation from just just a, a brief rundown.
1: I think the important thing with love languages is to realise that when you realise that your love language is different to somebody else, it's not just a, oh, we're different. It's a, you have to be willing to learn how to communicate in their love language even though that's not how you show love and yes. they need to be willing to learn how to communicate in your love language so even if you're completely opposite you can still be aware that that person's love language is this therefore even though you might want to give them a hug because that's how you receive love that you mm-hmm. might need to do the dishes because their acts of service is how they see love. You know, Um, but that very much depends on both partners being willing to learn the other language, which is the tricky part.
0: Yes. So you probably, I think there's more than the two options you've given yourself. First of all,
1: I th- yeah, and and it's understandable that you would give yourself those two options because you're in a place of trauma at the moment, and that is a very difficult place to be in, where you you you're, you're trapped and you can't see a way out, so you're only seeing a yes or a no. But there are so many shades of grey that can make that yes or that no a little bit softer and easier for you, I think.
0: And we and if you do end up splitting up with this person, it's not the end of the world. We've had we've had guests on the show. Who have gone through divorces. You know, the, a divorce is a big scary thing, but they eventually you come through it smiling and you'll find someone else and and life trundles on. That's what it does. And and look, just keeps as, going.
1: As I think Nadia said a few episodes ago that she doesn't see her marriage as a failure. She had a successful seven year marriage. That's
0: right. That's that's very true. You know. She she said at the whatever, seven, ten years that yeah. it was he was we had a good we had a good marriage.
1: Yeah, you had a good one. It
0: ended, but it was a good marriage.
1: Yeah. So uh, I guess in summation, I, I would say that your choice is not stay or go. Your choice is the manner in which you choose to stay or go. And I think that having some kind of um, therapeutic uh, – therapy-based intervention, uh, which will either help him realise that it's not right or help you realise that you want to work harder or both or neither, mm. but it, it, it's just – it's an easier way to kind of either extricate yourself or put yourself back into to remembering what it was. There
0: is a solution here somewhere and – it's just the work. You'll just have to put in a little bit of work, a little bit of effort to figure out where what, what solution it is. Um, so, I, I, good luck, I suppose. Yeah. Um,
1: Look, please let us know um, how you go and what you decide. And guys, if you've got any bit of advice for our um, anonymous listener, um, please post it either privately to us that we can that we can get it to them, or or in the groups, anything like that. Um, I've got a little bit of a... a a light-hearted question to end with, because we're coming up to time on our little mini so.
0: A little mini. So here's episode.
1: here's one that we've got from our ghosts of boyfriends past group therapy group. Now you can join this group at any time. It's basically a little group where you can discuss all of your relationship problems, issues, dating questions, marriage questions, anything like that. Um, it's a private group, so nobody in your timeline can see it unless they're also members of the group. And yep. we, if you want to, you can email us a question that I that one of the mods will then post. A anonymously so that you don't have to you can get a whole community's worth of information without being scared that that you've opened yourself up to it so this is how do you say no to sex without offending somebody like when you start seeing someone it's great you do it like 10 times a night or whatever I feel like that's ambitious but sure 10 times well, a night. Hmm. After a while, that kind of gets a bit repetitive. How do you politely say no without making them think that you have a problem or without making them think that you aren't attracted to them anywhere anymore? Because, like, I'm attracted to the person, at least for the first six months anyways, but I can't substitute sleep with coffee all the time either. This guy, ten times a night? Jesus Christ. I'm exhausted just thinking about that.
0: Futurama had a good line on something about this. Um, The flesh is willing... But the no, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is bruised and spongy. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, just say that at them.
0: But saying so, say, it's saying kind of no like to, how
1: do you navigate out of the honeymoon sex period really without offending somebody?
0: I don't know. Is there anything wrong with saying, "Sweetheart, like it's uh, sex, great." love doing it but i need a like i need a little
1: okay maybe it makes a difference that this comes from a guy does it i don't know because usually in society we see a lot of women going how do i say no to sex but this is a guy going how do i how do i how do i say no to Mm. does that make any difference to your answer do you think i've
0: had well personally i've had to say no to sex before i've had to be i've had to say no no it's not happening tonight like I, no mm. so i uh, i think there's nothing wrong with just saying saying no and then and if you have a reason give a reason and then anything if they take that in any sort of negative way then that's bad on them and yeah
1: what if you do it like the the taper off method you go okay maybe only eight times tonight then maybe six then maybe you know
0: a bargaining <laughs> a bargaining <laughs> or what about
1: what about like okay well what about we just do a quick blowjob session and then we'll be done with it or you know I won't, like
0: I won't fuck you but you can blow me and yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you're allowed
1: yeah, that's fine <laughs> well, but, but could you could you go let's just do a little bit of foreplay and then go to sleep or or I mean and this might be a drastic overshare close your ears mum but some nights when I've not been up for it I've just said well why don't we just both masturbate next to each other and then go to sleep and that worked really well we were both satisfied we both got off much quicker than we normally would because we know how to do our own thing like yes yeah i just
0: um great idea okay maybe after doing it 10 times a night he doesn't want to then service himself i don't know like so it's it's certainly an option um but find other ways to be intimate without having sex Done. So
1: simple. Yeah. So simple. Make
0: pancakes. Cuddle. For, you know, well, I don't know what you people do.
1: Have a shower together. Yeah. I mean, that's a good use of, of a nighttime routine that shows that you're still attracted to them, but you may not. And it may, you may end up getting excited enough to bone anyway. But like,
0: <laughs> isn't that the issue? <laughs> he's trying to, he's trying to delay that. <laughs>
1: but this is the thing. Like, it, 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 you're right. If show, if you can show affection to somebody in a way that's not a penis or like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, good.
0: No, go on. (laughs) No,
1: that's right. You're completely right. I was going to let's try and figure out how to taper down the sex and you're like, there are other ways to show love, Liz. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, whatever. But I (laughs) I think you're right. So... So, to our gentleman asking how to say no to sex, it might not be how to say no to sex, but saying yes to something else that still signifies your affection.
0: Yeah, it's, repl- it's like replacement. Like if you're quitting smoking, it's like you, a nicotine patch else. of yeah. affection. Yeah, put, it, put <laughs> that, that need and desire and, and energy and put it, put it somewhere else. Wonderful. I think that's pretty good.
1: All right. Well, I think that's it for our first Ask Us Anything, Ask Liz and Tom segment. If you guys want any questions answered, feel free to post them in the Ghost of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy Facebook group. Email them through to us at past at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest on the main episodes of our podcast, you can go to that's not canon.com forward slash past. if you want to put your voice to your story because we if, love that.
0: If you're not in Brisbane, which is a large conurbation in the southeast of Queensland, um, we'll phone you in. We'll read your story. Like, just get it to us. We'll figure it out. We will. We we want everyone's story to be heard. Exactly. Basically. We want everyone to share. Everyone's got a story and those who are willing to share it let's let's have it out let's do it let's and if you and
1: if you think that our advice has been completely shit let us know because we're open to that kind of criticism i know that yes. i give very shit advice sometimes oh, but yes. i also know sometimes i'm the queen of advice so who knows what day it is <laughs>
0: yeah, just, you never know what's going to happen all right
1: guys as always rate review subscribe and we'll be back next week with a guest
0: thank you lovelies <laughs>
1: Oh oh yeah 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 The world is a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's important... Important lessons, or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical. Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts, or at our website at That's Not canon A That's Not Cannon Productions podcast.
0: Hold up.